0: What's up, sports fans, and welcome back to another episode of Pez's Picks. This is the second week for Pez's Picks. My name's Jeff Hartman. I co-host the show with the one and only Pez. Pez, what's up?
1: How you doing, Jeff? Good to be back. Yeah. and had a week of carnage last week. It was a better's nightmare in the NFL in college a little bit last week.
0: I got to be honest, I was watching your bets real close. I have them all written down in my notebook. Games are going on, action, NCAA. I'm going back and forth, Washington, Oregon. I'm like, oh, come on, man. We got to get Pez's picks to hit. We're going to talk about all that. We're going to recap all that, and we're going to finish up the show with Pez's picks for this week, college, NFL, and a special bonus pick, which we'll get to at the very end. Let's start off with, what. let's just say this, you did better in the NFL last week than you did in college. Let's start with the NFL. The games that went right, you correctly predicted the Lions giving three over Tampa Bay. They rolled. You, you're, you Hey, your golden rule, right? What was it? Never bet the Lions, right? They panned out for
1: you. Uh, or it used to be the golden rule. Now it's always yeah. bet the Lions. Uh, <laughs> Jared Goff is hot. Team's playing as good as any team in the league. Uh, I love the coach. Uh, I think they're a team to watch, doing some big things this year. Uh, Baker Mayfield did what we hoped and looked like the old Baker. Yeah. Um, and uh, Mike Evans was a little banged up, so that that was a good win for us last week.
0: A game that was a little bit closer, but you still got yeah. correct was the Cincinnati Bengals giving three points at home to the Seattle Seahawks. This game was back and forth. Seattle had multiple fourth and goal situations. We're not able to cash in on any of them. That bet holds true. Cincinnati, not a really great win, but enough to cash out, right?
1: Uh, I mean, you know, in the gambling world, a, a covers a win. Um, <laughs> Cincinnati's starting to come around a little bit. I think uh, that team seems like they're they're knocking on the door again, back to twenty twenty two season. Yeah, uh, quarterback's playing a little bit better, and, and that that's a team to watch going forward. I think.
0: Yeah, and they have a bye week this week, so they're going to be getting healthy, and Joe Burrow will hopefully come back a little bit better. But then this is where things went wrong, and this is where your boy Legs, his parlay probably went. He got derailed on this the next two picks. You had, and you even said this on the show last week, that you don't like to do the money line, the over-under. You don't like to do the over-under. You took the over on the Arizona Cardinals and L.A. Rams. The Rams did their job. The Cardinals did not. The over-under was 48 and did not pan out. Were you uh, kind of surprised that that fell through? Uh,
1: A little, uh, it's kind of early in, in the season for a team to seemingly kind of start the bus to head into the off season, and it looks like Arizona's going in that direction. They've played hard. Yeah. It, it seems like the rumors of, of the quarterback and traded, that team didn't play with a lot of heart. and Not putting up points is, is a sign at home that that team's not really into it. Coach isn't connecting with that, that team. We're going to keep an eye on that and think about that going forward this season.
0: Now, the, the pick that I actually, when you made these picks, and, and again, I have no influence on Pez's picks. He sends them to me. We talk about them on the air, and that's it. I thought the Saints, you know, they're giving a point and a half over Houston. I actually like this pick. I thought New Orleans was going to bounce back, but they did not. Uh, Derek Carr just doesn't seem like he has it much anymore. Houston might be a lot better than we're giving him credit yeah. for. What do you think?
1: CJ Stroud must be a player. You know, I questioned him a little bit, and, and that guy, he he's a – he's an NFL quarterback in this rookie year. I think he did put up a pick, which we had, we had predicted, but it wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. A, a car looks like the car he was and playing for the Raiders. I mean, that guy is just not a consistent quarterback. Yeah. Um, you know, and maybe he's a little banged up still. I, I think the saints are a good team. Their defense is really solid. And, and that that's a team that maybe at home would be a, a better bet going forward.
0: We'll see. We, we shall we see. see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the NCAA picks uh, from last week were were not as good. Uh, the the one thing you said, hey, if you're not playing the late Saturday night eleven thirty kickoff, what what are you doing? You know, and the Hawaii San Diego State game, Hawaii was getting five and a half at home. San Diego State went in to paradise, as you put it, yeah. and they found a way to win. So there you go. Well,
1: Jeff, I'm gonna put this one on on parlay legs. Legs had me on Atlantic City late Saturday night. He had me axe throwing. <laughs> I don't know if that's a big thing down in your neck of the woods, but we, we threw axes with, with some of the guys, some of the ladies. We hit uh, a couple beer halls in Lang City, got some barbecue. We were watching that Hawaii game. They, they looked like they were coming back. They made a run at the end, and it was a shootout. Yeah, It was fun, but uh, Legs didn't bet that, so he he was cheering against me a little bit, I think.
0: <laughs> Another game which was completely flipped for you was Wisconsin-Iowa. You took Wisconsin giving 10 10- over iowa and iowa actually wins straight up i don't even know this was a really boring game to watch i mean this is sure was classic big 10 just two yards in a cloud of dust every single play what was your take on that game
1: yeah wisconsin's offense didn't show up like we thought it would um and you know maybe i was a little bit better than than i labeled them and like you said that's big 10 big 10 sometimes is going to be a grind out game and, and when you're laying 10 points that's not a winner
0: No, now a pick that you actually, Hey, hit the nail right on the head. The Arkansas Razorbacks getting 19 and a half over Alabama. I think Alabama won the game by about eight. If I remember correctly, easy cover there. That was a win. You did as a good call on your part.
1: Yeah, I think it might even been four. they, they were close and Alabama uh, is not the Alabama that they, they, they're a good team, but they're not the Alabama dominant. They're going to beat everybody. They're steamrolling everybody. Uh, I, a lot of respect for Arkansas. They made some good halftime changes. They made a good run in the second half, and and, and that that was a nice win. Um, yeah. Nineteen and a half seemed like a line. Sometimes the lines are gonna stick out that it doesn't seem like that they're right. Uh, we're looking at an NFL game like that this week, and sometimes when the public's all taking a line and the line it seems it's a little bit off. Alabama should have been given more if if you're looking at it as a fan, and and that's why we went with Arkansas. So.
0: Now you were going to channel your inner Vinny Testaverdi and the Miami Hurricanes over UNC and Miami was even getting three and a half points and they didn't do it And UNC. They bounced back in a big way. They yeah. kind of showed that they had a little bit more prowess. Maybe the prowess that people expected early in the season coming out, into this uh, season. What were your tip? What was your take on the Hurricanes on pulling it off?
1: You know, Jeff, sometimes in the gambling world, you're just a big loser and, and that's what I was in that game. I mean, Vinny T <laughs> let me down. That guy must have been in the Bahamas or something. Who knows what he's doing? Riding a moped like he did before the national championship, skidding out. I don't know what happened with that guy. Uh, Carolina's a good team. I think I underestimated a little bit, and maybe Miami's not so good. And, you know, you know that that's, what, that's how it happens in football. It's a great sport. That's why it's called gambling and not winning, right?
0: That's exactly correct. Now, the next game that we're going to talk about, which is the final pick from last week in the NCAA, is one that needs a little bit of explaining, and that was the sure. Washington an Oregon game, you had the line set or the wherever you were tracking the line sure. uh, at three points, Washington giving three, and the Washington Huskies win by three, which in most states would be a push. But then you said that the line had shifted. Go ahead and explain that a little bit for those that might be new and maybe novice gamblers.
1: So, well, you know, we, we record and put the podcast out mid to late week. And I encourage gamblers now. It's uh, as easy as it could be. Have multiple accounts. Have multiple Mm -hmm. resources to look at lines. If you're dead set on a game, shop around. Shop around for the best point spread that's gonna help you out. Uh, It dropped to two and a half in most books. I mean, I had that two and a half, so for me, that was a W. I apologize if anybody put that play in a little early. We were talking a little bit before the show. Usually you can cash out on a pick, even, or sometimes they'll even give you a little bit of money back. If you find a better line in another house, then then that's the move to do. I've got friends with four and five accounts and there's a lot of avenues to get bets in, uh, most of them legal, but if needed, if you, if you need to call your, your local friend and maybe get a play and that's the booth. Um, there you go.
0: what is what for you, for you, let me ask you this question as someone that's experienced gambler, what are you looking for? When do you, do you find the line that you want and then you try to lock it in or are you someone that's going to wait until the last possible second? Like how do you play that?
1: Well, you know, and there's a college game we're looking at this week. The line's been running. Um, sometimes you have to put the – if you're betting a, a, a team that the point spread is, is going away from the direction you want, getting in early is going to help you. Um, a game like Washington and Oregon, that line was pretty steady all week. I had a friend the next day tell me he after he heard the podcast that his book had dropped to 2.5. So sometimes it pays to wait, you know, yeah. and – like gambling on the game, gambling on the line movement is also a gamble. But yes. when you have a, you have different accounts and you have different resources to put the plays in with the technology offshore and, you know, casinos, and you do have a lot more options. It's not like you're connected to your local bookie and, you know, the line is the line. When you do place your bet, the line stays. But with the accounts now, you can usually sell your play. You can cash out early and, you know, it might cost you 10 or you might even get 10 bucks sometimes. Um, and that, that's something I think that a responsible serious gambler should be looking at doing each week for each game.
0: So we finished up with NCAA and now we move into this week's picks. So here we go. This week's picks NCAA. We're starting off with tonight, Thursday night, the Marshall thundering herd travel to James Madison. James Madison is giving three and a half points in this primetime game. And you have JMU. Winning and covering. Go ahead and explain your pick.
1: James Madison, first primetime game in, in program history. Uh, they're coming in hot. I've got a little inside resource. I've got the third string punter from 22 years ago. He told me that Jordan McLeod, quarterback from Arizona, coming in 14 TDs, three picks. He, he, he's promising me, his studies promise me a big win. It's a revenge game from last year. I like teams in a revenge situation. Uh, JMU lost to Marshall last year. Probably the biggest game in the in the in the program's history in terms of you know being on ESPN and prime time. Uh, I love them. I think this is a win. It's a fun thing to watch and. The Third string punter is guaranteeing it. I'm not going to drop his name. If we lose, I might drop his name next week in his email.
0: <laughs> so there you have it, so, man. It's not hey, Most podcasts that cover sports gambling are not going to touch the Marshall JMU game. No, he has yeah. his picks. We are JMU giving three and a half. Take it now. Let's go to the
1: bigger name. Jeff, when, you, when you get the ahead. resources of a, uh, you That's get the true. resources. You know, 22 years ago, third string punter. You got to go with that guy's inside line, right?
0: Yeah, that's inside information, if you ask me. That's right. <laughs> All right, let's go to some uh, bigger known schools. We'll put it that way. And let's start off with my home state, West Virginia, WVU. That's right. The The Mountaineers are going Big 12 action to Oklahoma State. West Virginia is giving three and a half points. They're coming off of an absolutely brutal loss last week. Brutal. And And you have a little bit of a West Virginia tale, or should I say a Morgantown West Virginia tale that you wanted to tell?
1: Well, talking about shopping around for picks, Jeff, uh, I spent some time in West Virginia University. I didn't go to college there, but my greatest college weekends were at West Virginia University. They always uh, are. <laughs> uh, unbelievable school. Uh, any school that can make you forget about last week's loss is at West Virginia University in Morgantown. I'm sure those players enjoyed themselves a little bit. They got over that Notre Dame double overtime loss. It's not a hard thing to do there. You, you can forget yesterday pretty easy. Um Talking about shopping for lines, I was at a game. I think the Mountaineers were playing Donovan McNabb on a Thursday night, coming in ranked Donovan. Um, walk into the game, I couldn't get a hold of my bookie. This is prior to the you know internet betting and, and legal betting, so my guy wasn't answering, or uh, I don't know what the case was. My friend that went there said, let's stop at the deli. We can get a sandwich. You can put a bet in at the deli. I gave the guy 50 bucks. He gave me a ticket. The next morning, I went back in. West Virginia wins. I got on the field. We got pepper sprayed a little bit. Fantastic night. Got up in the morning, went back to the deli, got a breakfast sandwich and $100. bucks. can not beat that town. Homecoming weekend, it's going to be a little rainy. Quarterback's good. He's athletic. Uh, I, I'm going to go with the West Virginia Mountaineers in this matchup.
0: Holy cow. So you got pepper sprayed in Morgantown. I got pepper sprayed in Morgantown as well. And it it was, it was not in like I I wasn't doing anything. I was just at the wrong place at the wrong time. It was was homecoming in Morgantown. I didn't go to West Virginia, but I went there for the homecoming festivities. We'll put it that way. And uh, something out of the ordinary happened. Next thing you know, the police came in, they were spraying it all over the place. So that's funny that we both Uh, have a story about Morgantown.
1: We were going for the goalposts like they used to be. That was the case in the eighties and nineties. And and the uh the West Virginia uh, the Mounties won that one with their pepper spray. And it was fun <laughs> being on that field though. Uh, great I great bet. place. Fun school. If I if I get to do it all over again, if my wife lets me go back to college, that's where I'm going.
0: There you go. So West Virginia giving three and a half. You have them, the Mountaineers winning and covering that spread. Let's go to another game. That is very, very interesting to me. It's the Ohio State-Penn State game. This is being really hyped up as like a big, big game for both of these schools. Ohio State is giving four and a half points as of right now, and you like the Buckeyes to beat the Nittany Lions. Go ahead and explain that.
1: I love the Buckeyes in this situation. Uh, in my opinion, Penn State's always overrated. They, they haven't won the national championship since 1986. I feel like they're ranked higher just because of their fan base and because they're a popular team. Uh, I I think Ohio State's the better team. Four and a half in this game seems like a number that leans to me to take Ohio State. You'd think it'd be a little tighter with the rankings, both teams coming in hot. Quarterback, Penn State, he's been good this year. He's due for a pick, though. Everybody throws picks. He hasn't thrown one this year. Sophomore. Probably a big game, probably biggest game of this guy's life. You're going into Ohio State, playing in, of 100,000 people. Uh, Kyle McCour, South Jersey guy for Ohio State. We're tough in South Jersey. We're ready for the bright lights. 11 TDs, one pick. I'm going to go with the Buckeyes over Penn State in this situation. And I, I think the Buckeyes roll. Penn State gets put back in their place a little bit.
0: Yeah, and, and Penn State has – I mean, they're playing their their conference and all that stuff, but they haven't really played a really good team yet. And no. Ohio State is a good team, and so this will be a good test. So you like Ohio State? I, I agree with that pick. Not that it matters, but yeah, four and a half it. seems pretty low. I I think that's a smart play. Let's go to the last college play, and that's USC. The Trojans are going to play Utah, and USC is currently a minus seven. They're giving a touchdown. Now you talked about this line moving a little bit and maybe even buying yourself a point or two. Go ahead and explain that.
1: I loved this game when it was first posted. Line came out at four and a half. It's been bet up to seven. Um, you can on most gambling buy a point or a half a point. They're going to cost ten to twenty bucks, you know, per point probably. So to me, doing that might be sensible. You might be laying one twenty to win a hundred dollars. You might be laying 140 to 100 so it's kind of like a baseball bet with a better pitcher or a little bit of an advantage. Uh, could they cover by seven? Sure, and I think they're a much better team. Caleb Williams, quarterback for USC, is coming in with 23 touchdowns. The kid is hot. Uh, it, it It's a rebound game, and I, I think USC is primed for, for a big win. I would buy a point or two. If if I was betting this game and I, I was trying to be a little bit cautious, um, Utah I don't think has the offensive power to keep up with USC, especially in L. A. That, that's going to be a fun yeah.
0: game. USC just getting beat by Notre Dame and in really bad fashion. I'm sure. sure they have something to prove, and that they're going to if they're going to win, I think they want to win. They want to win convincingly, and I think yeah. that's that's important to note too. Absolutely. All right, so there are your NCAA picks. In case you want to recap real quick, Thursday night, JMU giving 3.5 over Marshall. And then on the weekend slate, Ohio State over Penn State. Ohio State's giving 4.5. The West Virginia Mountaineers giving 3.5 over Oklahoma State. And the USC Trojans giving 7 over Utah. So we'll see how those pan out. Let's talk about the NFL. That's your bread and butter. What's your record right now in the NFL so far this this year?
1: Pez's picks has been hot this year, Jeff. We're off to a 17-11 and one start last week and, and last week was a tough one um, yeah 49ers let a lot of people down my my beloved birds let a lot of people down and I think the the house made a lot of money back that they've been losing on some of those games this year so we were happy with two and two even Steven, yeah. the gambling worlds a survival it, it's not a it's not a hope to win every week it's hope not to lose big any week and, and that's what we did and hope to keep that up hoping to go 4-0 this week and of course everybody is.
0: It's going to be this, this, these picks that you made. i got some questions about a few of them, but I, I'm okay. going to let you explain yourself. Let's start off the bat with the Baltimore Ravens in Detroit. You just said, hey, the new rule is always bet the Lions. The Lions are giving three. The Ravens coming off a win, but they were over in London, international series against the Titans last week. Curious your thinking about the Lions, not just winning, but winning and covering.
1: Well, coming back from London, that's tough. I don't know if you've been to Europe, Jeff, but it'd it take you a yeah. week to get back on schedule. Jared Goff playing maybe the best quarterback games this year so far in the NFL. The guy's leading the league in throws over 20 yards. I think he has 29 of them. I don't think anybody's got five or six even close to him. 1,600 yards, 11 TDs and three picks. Balanced team. I mean, they're top five in the league on offense and defense. Uh, I I think Lamar and Baltimore is limited. They've got four linebackers that are a little bit banged up on the injury report. Coming in third-ranked offense, coming up against the uh, Baltimore second-ranked defense, but I I think Lions have a balanced game. They're only surrendering 64 yards to the rush. Detroit, that's going to force Lamar to throw. I'm going to take golf over Lamar when Lamar is forced to be a one-dimensional quarterback. Um, I love the coach. Uh, I love what they're doing, And, and they seem to be on a mission. They seem to be a united team. I always question with Baltimore, Lamar getting screwed around with his contract. I think he's on a, a one-year player option again this year, and and I, I'm going to go with the Lions in a big test this week.
0: The question for me, and, and the Lions, hey, the NFC is a little bit softer than the AFC. We all know that. You can't change your schedule. You know, this isn't high school where you pick your opponents. Their defense has been playing well. I'm anxious to see if the Detroit Lions defense can stand up against Lamar Jackson, that running game, his versatility, with Odell Beckham back got Zay Flowers hopefully back. That we'll see if this one plays out. I hope – as a Steeler fan, I hope it does. Trust me, I hope it does. Me too. So you've got the Lions plus three over the Ravens. Let's go to the next game, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You picked against them last week, against those Detroit Lions. This week you're on the Tampa Bay bandwagon, giving two and a half against an Atlanta Falcons team that looked pretty bad, Desmond Ritter in particular. What are you thinking about Tampa Bay bouncing back in this one?
1: I I love Tampa Bay usually don't win back-to-back home games that are decent, and I think Tampa Bay is a decent team. Desmond Ritter's coming into the game with six picks already. I love betting against quarterbacks that are turnover machines, especially quarterbacks on the road that like to turn the ball over. Uh, Baker's hand's a little bit banged up. That's one thing I would keep an eye on in the injury report, but if he seems to be 100% ready to go, I I think Tampa's a good enough team. Michael Evans seems to be back healthy looked a little gimpy last week, had a little hamstring injury, I think it was, only I think four catches. He looks like he's back getting ready to get going. And and when Evans is healthy, Baker's a lot better quarterback. I mean, that's just the end, you know, the the, the way to go when you're looking at Tampa Bay and you're playing them. They're holding teams eighty three yards rushing Tampa Bay. Yeah. So you're gonna force Ritter to pass on the road. I like Tampa's chance, only laying two and a half.
0: And and uh, when you talk about Chris Godwin starting to kind of round into form again, he obviously sure. had the knee injury last year. He had a good game last week. He didn't uh, go over 100 yards, but still And Mike Evans had a down game, he was yep. the one that stepped up. They get both of those weapons back. I like Tampa Bay's offense for sure. Uh, let's go to the next NFL game, the Philadelphia Eagles. That's right, your dirty birds. Giving birds. two points against – I think this is the game of the week. I think I'm excited for this game. You've got the Eagles giving two against the Miami Dolphins, and this game could be high-flying. What are your thoughts on this one?
1: Jalen Hurts doesn't play two bad games in a row, Jeff. Uh, rough one last week. The offense has been out of rhythm. We have a new coordinator. there. They haven't seemed to get on the right page. Decision-making has been questionable with play calling. Um, I think this is a week they get back on schedule. That game last week against the Jets was a tough game. You're going up against a, a team that lost their – Hall of Fame quarterback. They've got a great defense. That's a tough place to play. The Meadowlands, sandwiched before this game. I think Sirianni is going to figure out that offense this week. They're going to be balanced. Dolphins struggle to stop the run. I think we're going to see a lot of the, the run game coming back in, opening up the passing game throughout the year, uh, throughout the, the later in the game. Jalen should be getting his legs moving, and hopefully, we've got Carter and Slay coming back in. Both are still listed on the injury report. From from what I'm reading, both should play, and that's going to really help us. If we if we can get Jalen giving Tua a little bit of, of pressure, then then that makes Tua a different kind of quarterback, as we all know. Um, I love them. The line says Philly uh, coming off that bad loss and Jalen having a rough game. They're still only laying two, and I, I, I think that says Philadelphia Eagles all the way in the primetime game.
0: Not only that, I think they're wearing their Kelly Green uniforms. Are they not this week?
1: We got the Kelly Green from what I, I believe, too. And, you know, we got the Phillies. Philly Philly fans are better than they ever been. Uh, we're going to be pumped <laughs> up. Uh, the, the stadium last night for the Phillies game, I think they're worried about it collapsing. Nobody left. They're up 10 nothing, And Philly's hot right now. And I, I think the Eagles are going to feed off of that that same energy. And we're going to have a big win. Let's let's take
0: a quick sidebar from the picks. We have one more to get to until we get to our bonus picks. You're an Eagles fan. For those of you listening in sure. audio form, you can't see. He's wearing a, a Philadelphia Eagles hat right now on the pro, yes, on the sir. podcast. How do you handle betting with your heart versus your head as a fan of a team?
1: To be honest with you, I don't like betting my home teams. Uh, it's a tough situation, uh, and I hate betting against them. Of course, but yeah. I. I look at it from a sensible point. I didn't like the game last week. Uh, I thought that was a tough position for the Eagles to go in. That line seemed, seemed a little fishy as well. You know, Wilson was coming in, not having a good season. Yeah, Jets looked like they were wrapping it up a little bit. I mean, they turned the corner after a couple of bad games, but that's a tough place to play. Um, I think you have to you have to look at it almost a little bit more critical when you're betting your home team. You don't want to get caught up as a fan. You don't want to make fan bets. I have friends that bet the Eagles every week. that bet the the Phillies every week, and you know, last year that panned out for them. The Eagles covered a, a ton of games last year. Yeah, they did cover a lot this year so far. I'm proud of Pez's picks for laying off in the last couple. Uh, you gotta you gotta be cautious. You gotta you gotta erase your emotion when you're when you're going in and betting your home team a little bit.
0: That's fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, as a Steeler fan, I'm always looking at the Steelers, and you know the team well enough. That's kind of the way that you want to. T- 10, but I think sometimes you overthink that sometimes sure, and that you're like, Oh, I, I," you feel like you have this inside edge when in reality you probably don't. So good information there. Let's finish up the NFL picks, the Minnesota Vikings, no Justin Jefferson, but they're coming off of a much needed win even those against Chicago and they're, they're playing the 49ers and they're getting a touchdown 49ers. We're not sure about Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel in terms of their health. What do you, what, what makes you take the Vikings here, even though they're getting a touchdown? There's
1: a lot of things to like about this game. Um, number one, no Jefferson. The Vikings haven't played great this year. The Niners have looked amazing, except last week. Uh, that line screams Vikings to me. Why are they only getting seven points? Um, is, it, is it because Vegas knows something? Is it because 85% of people are taking uh, the 49ers right now, which is kind of what the public bet is? 85% of the time, the house is going to win, in my opinion. When I see a game, 80 90% of fans are taking the team. I start to look the other way a little bit. Vegas wouldn't have those bright lights if they were losing all those games. Uh, I think if you, like you said, McCaffrey being dinged up, I've been saying this for a year, and it's finally hopefully coming true to me. I think Purdy is a little bit exposed last week. He threw for 125 yards with a pick. That's a tough NFL game for an NFL quarterback. Plus San Francisco, I don't know if you've ever been. That's the longest flight you can take to anywhere in in the continental United States. It seems like it's an extra hour from even San Diego going west. That's going to be two cross-country trips they've made in two weeks. That takes a lot of wear and tear on a team. And Minnesota's a tough place to play. I mean, that 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 dome and that stadium seems like it's a home team place. Uh, Cousins is heating up. Cousins almost has 1,700 yards in the season, 14 touchdowns to four picks. Tough guy. And uh, I, I think they're going to be able to hang in this game and, and possibly even get an outright win. Um, and, you yeah. know, I'm not a Niners guy. As an Eagles fan, i I got to go against these teams. I don't think the Vikings are going to be much of a test, so I'm hoping the 49ers get weaker as it goes on so we can take them down to the playoffs again.
0: The only way I stay away from this game is if all of a sudden Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel are are both cleared and they are playing in this game. I don't think they they will. Uh, Early reports are that they are not likely to play, but uh, if they're out, Purdy looks like a a regular 7th-round
1: quarterback. We hope so. And we hope Kurt, you know, we hope Cousins can can light it up like he has at times. And, and we're not going to get the Kurt Cousins that the Eagles always put up against him and make him look like a <laughs> CFL quarterback a little bit. <laughs>
0: hey, backdoor cover doesn't matter as long as you cover, right? Keep it close. That's right. Keep it close. That's right. All right. Now we do have some bonus picks, but we have to talk about last week's bonus pick before we get to this week's bonus pick. And that was Premier League Soccer. Crystal palace versus Newcastle. And I didn't realize this. My, my brother was in town and he, I asked him cause he follows Australian rules, football and premier league soccer. He loves all those other sports. Sure. And I'm like, Hey, is the premier league playing?" He has, they should be playing right now. He pulls up and he goes, Oh no, they're off. They play next week. And I was like, Oh shoot. I wonder if Pez knows Well, you knew. What well, in the line has changed. Are you keeping this crystal palace, Newcastle bet or are we, we,
1: we absolutely are. And I, I forgot to mention that last week. Uh, english uh soccer is amazing they take weeks off i mean you know we we have international breaks they have holiday break they have transfer windows you can buy player i mean it's a it's a whole different ball game over there uh the line last week we had it 700 i hope people got it in they're plus 650 right now i still like the game uh crystal palace has fewer international players probably the newcastle maybe a little bit more rested and and that that's a, a play that I still like and a fun game I'm going to be watching that this weekend for sure. All right.
0: So you technically are getting two bonus picks there because we're rolling over last week. That's and right. And this week, we're going to golf. You have a redemption story for one Ricky Fowler in the Zozo Championship. Man. Ricky Fowler, the guy who got sick for the Ryder Cup and got the rest of the team sick, I guess. I don't know if that was the sniffles that – uh the El Capitan was talking about during the Ryder Cup but go ahead and sure. explain your Ricky Fowler plus 1600 pick
1: well I love golf bets I don't know if you're a casino guy Jeff Link City you know we grew up at the casinos down here um uh, playing the money wheel at the casino you walk up and you can put money on a, do- on a, a dollar amount and they spin the wheel that's what a golf bet is you're playing the money <laughs> wheel it's a raffle it's fun. You get to get behind a guy or two. For the majors, uh, I'm going to recommend a few guys. But at the Zozo in Japan, we got primetime golf tomorrow night. Primetime golf Thursday, yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's a fun thing to have going with football. Ricky Fowler got poisoned by the Europeans with their fancy <laughs> COVID germs. Uh, I'm asking for an investigation. Uh, poor guy had his best year. he's had. it looked like Ricky Fowler was going to be off the tour. He, he luckily I think snuck back on with the live guys leaving. Or would have been off the tour. He was gonna lose his card. Yeah, went back to one of the best uh, coaches in, in golf and and uh, Harman. He predicted a, a, a Fowler win last year. He got his W, and and he just wasn't himself in Europe. Uh, having said that, his swing is perfect. His putter's back to being the Ricky Fowler he was, you know, seven eight years ago. And I like him in this situation. Uh, Tiger Woods uh, is a Zozo winner. Fowler's got a similar game to Tiger, Uh, shot maker, good short game, good putter. So we're going to run with Ricky and and hope that a plus 1,600 bet comes through.
0: Well, I mean, some of these fields, like when you're talking about a Zozo championship are not full fields. They're not going to have the... The super big stars in it, and give sure. someone like Ricky Fowler is probably looking to get his next. You know, he's trying to still play well this season. He's trying to, you know, garner some points and and do all those things and keeping himself relevant. He's going to want to win this tournament. Whereas sure. some guys just look for it as a paycheck. So I, I agree with the pick. Don't get me started on Tiger Woods. I'm not a fan. We'll just oh, oh well,
1: <laughs> we'll talk about that some other time. But speaking of Tiger, with that, I I like players that have a lot of money. these international trips okay you know ricky's coming in on the private jet ricky's staying at class a places in japan he's probably got endorsement deals over there um a little bit more comfortable than a regular tour guy coming over flying over on a regular airline ricky's probably got you know probably has a hot tub in his his jet who knows what that guy's (laughs) got he's he's got some bucks so we're gonna go with ricky and, and keep our fingers crossed my man tiger so one of the biggest hearts, of any athletes. And I hope he gets back here, Jeff, and we can talk about putting money on him down the line.
0: Shoot. Unless you're talking about first or second round. If you're talking about all four, like, wait, save your money. That's the answer to that bet. But anyways, yeah. we'll talk about, you got we, won't it. Be, we won't be talking about that until we get closer to the masters. Cause that's the next time he'll probably play. So, Hopefully. Yeah. All right, Pez. Thank you very much. We'll see how these. Picks paying out this week, and next week we will talk. Uh, we'll see how you do. All right? Abe, Sounds great. Any final thoughts?
1: Well, let's, let's get some wins out there. Let's get those bets in and watch those lines. Shop around looking for the best lines. Open up there different accounts. They give you bonuses when you open up accounts anyway. So before you even open an account, if you see a line that, that's going to help you out, open it up. You usually get a, a $50, $100, 250 bonus bet. Could pan out know. to help you.
0: There you go. All right, for I'm Jeff Hartman, he's Pez. This has been another episode of Pez's Picks. We'll see you next week. Oh, oh.